0: If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free and everyone loves free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which makes it very convenient. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So take a moment to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Everybody, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Beyond the Bookshelf. I am so excited and so happy to be back. Today we have another author with another great book and another great story, and her name is Paulicia and her book is amazing. I had the opportunity to read it and I want to officially welcome her to the show. So, hello.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me You're on welcome. Beyond the Bookshelf. It's a pleasure.
0: You're welcome. So, can you uh, tell us a little bit, because we like to jump right in. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your book and why you decided to write your book at this particular time? So uh, the title of my book is Renewing
1: Your Mind, uh-huh. How to Break Through Cycles of Stress and Anxiety and Start to Live the Life that You Deserve. And I think that oftentimes as women, we have uh, difficulty in what that really looks like for us. Um, it's very easy to project confidence, mm-hmm. um, but behind the eyes, we have some some struggles that we deal with on a daily basis. And so at this time in my life, I felt that it was very important to share my story mm-hmm. and um, give a sense of hope to clients that I work with and helping them to overcome challenges that they experience as well. I think one of the biggest things is, you know, as you work with clients, they look at you like you have everything together. And so, you know, coming from an authentic place to let them know that, no, you have struggles, I have struggles, and so it's more of a journey. Mm-hmm. So that was very important for me to share my story and in, in what I dealt with personally. Really?
0: Okay. So I will tell you a little bit about me. So sometimes, um, a lot of times when I'm on the show, I leave things for the show. Yeah. Uh, so I can have a genuine conversation with authors. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you a little bit about me. I, I um, have panic attacks. Okay. And they're stress related, mm-hmm. and I would get them um, when I'm the most fearful. Yeah. So I got them at a couple of different stages and a couple a couple of different parts in my life, mm-hmm. and. Um, I would just panic yeah and i didn't know how to manage them Mm -hmm. i didn't really know at the time where they were coming from and why i was getting them and then i got to the point to where i had them less often which was really good yeah but i still dealt with a lot of stress and Mm -hmm. so i dealt with so much stress to where my feet would blister okay and that was the first time that had ever happened to me. So wow. after my mom passed away, I started getting blisters like in between my toes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, And I, it had never happened to me before. And so somebody told me that it was stress related. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, why is my body this stressed out? Mm-hmm. And I knew it was part, 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 part of it was because my mom had just passed away. Yeah. And then I experienced it again Right before I uh, left my teaching job, yeah. and so I had to ask myself again, what is my body responding to? Mm-hmm. And I think that um, one of the things that I had to learn how to deal with is stress, but then managing sure. the stress that comes up. And so when I was reading your book, there was a part in the book that said that some that some stu- that some stress is good. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I read with the highlighter. Yeah. (laughs) And so when I read that part, I highlighted that part because I wanted to mention it to you and talk to you about it on the show Mm -hmm. because I never really looked at stress in a good way. Mm -hmm. I always thought that stress was negative, stress was bad. Yeah. So when you said that sometimes there's good stress, Mm I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me what that means?
1: So, you know, we have to have certain stresses to go to go throughout our day Mm -hmm. so you know when the alarm goes off in the morning and you need to get up for work it Mm -hmm. motivates you to get up out of the bed you know you're getting in the car and and you know trying to get to that that presentation or on the Mm -hmm. job on time and so that type of stress is is needed it it keeps you on your toes it keeps you you know performing maybe at your job and and doing a presentation you know if you're in college, you know, taking exams and things like that. However, when we talk about negative stress that mm-hmm. affects you negatively, that is where it it begins to be more chronic. So when you talked about your your blisters, your body definitely was responding to the things that was coming at you, like you mentioned about your mom passing away mm-hmm. and you know, even just stepping out into a new environment when you said that you were leaving your job. Mm-hmm. So uncomfortable situations actually brought on that negative stress, so your body responds to it. Okay. I think it's very important to mention that, you know, we are mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So your body is going to be affected. It affects, you know, the, the your thought starts in the mind, but mm-hmm. physically when things in your environment change and they are shook up, your body naturally is gonna respond to that. Mm-hmm. And so your body's defense at that time when you were having those panic attacks was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what, what's going on? Mm -hmm. and you probably was like okay oh my god what's going on and then you mentioned something that was very very powerful I started thinking about where was the root of that coming Mm -hmm. from and so in the book I talk about that acknowledging the root cause of what's going on oftentimes people don't realize what that is because Mm -hmm. they're too afraid to go deep yeah and so you know talking with somebody to understand what is it that I'm actually holding down Mm -hmm. why am I so afraid to talk about what it is that I'm experiencing. Well, you won't get any healing until you go a little bit deeper and open yourself up to what that healing is for you.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I know when you talk about going a little bit deeper in healing, one of the things that I have also done is, I've gone to therapy, yes, I have gone to therapy, yes, it has helped me tremendously. (laughs) Me too. And um, I've gone to therapy with my mom because we had a struggle in our uh, mother-daughter relationship Mm -hmm. and I've gone to therapy on on my own. Um, in my professional life and after my mom passed away and Mm -hmm. then I also went to therapy my mom actually sent me to therapy when I was in college yeah and it was one of the best gifts Mm -hmm. that she could have ever given me Mm -hmm. because it helped me so much and it helped me get out of my own head and it helped me really talk to somebody who was completely unbiased had no real idea who I was as a person, Mm -hmm. and then could really walk me through some of my triggers and then what to do about the triggers once they came up. Mm -hmm. And that was so helpful and so beneficial to me. And I know that you talk a little bit about therapy in the book. So mm-hmm. can you exp- explain that a little bit?
1: Sure. So therapy is one of the most beneficial
0: um, things that you can do to help
1: process and like mm-hmm. you said get out of your head. I think that there, you know, tends to be this stigma or a taboo especially in the African American culture of what that's going to look like, you know, the fear of being judged about mm-hmm. what it is that you're actually dealing with when therapy is quite the opposite. It's just like what we're doing right here. We're yeah. having a conversation that is that is authentic and so connecting with somebody that's going to be uh, not judgmental Mm -hmm. and that will provide you the safety that you need to say what you need to say Mm -hmm. and leave it there is very very beneficial and as you stated I myself have utilized therapy you know for many years and um, you know it's what has drawn me to be a therapist you know actually I love to be able to work with people and give them hope and, and let them see the light bulb that clicks for them and Mm -hmm. and allow them I think it's so intimate to be able to work with somebody and they allow you to walk with them on their journey so that is what therapy is and you know Oftentimes I hear like in, in, uh, on commercials and things like that, podcasts and things where therapists get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say this about that, is that every person that you, you know, connect with might not be the right fit for you, right. but that is also the beauty of it because it's just like you going to the doctor. You don't always connect with your doctor, and you Mm -hmm. have the choice to choose another doctor, but not allowing that to disrupt the process that you're trying to
0: complete for yourself. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So in the book, you also talk about a couple of action steps or steps that you can take Mm -hmm. to identify um, the stress, anxiety, and how to overcome it, or kind of how to overcome may not be the right word, but Mm -hmm. how to manage it and mm-hmm. deal with it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So can you walk the audience through a, some of the steps? Am I getting the word right? Is Are they steps or are they? They
1: are steps, steps? Okay. Yeah.
0: So can you walk the audience through some of the steps that you have in the book? So for those of you that don't have the book just yet, because you should get it, <laughs> um, then uh, maybe you can talk about some of the high level you know steps that you talk about in the book and how they help in the long run okay
1: so uh, one of the things that that i will say that's uh, very important is to acknowledge Um, what the root cause is so acknowledging the problem if you're walking around you know with blinders on are you there is a lack of awareness about what's going on then again you're not going to actually get the full healing that you need for what's hindering you whether that be in your personal relationship Mm -hmm. on your job whatever your goal is so acknowledging the problem the next thing that I will say is Uh, connecting to somebody that is going to be a support to you Um, oftentimes um, I've said this a lot of times is that we uh, like to talk to friends family members and God bless them they will give you their right arm in terms of the advice that they're trying to get because they're wanting the best for you however that advice might not always be the best advice so it's it's beneficial to talk with somebody that's unbiased Mm -hmm. that is an objective party that can help to maybe have you to think about a situation in a different way Um, and I will say that you know from that connecting with the support is then also um, being open to the process sometimes we get in our own head of how things should look how things are supposed to be because we're trying to control the situation Mm -hmm. and that for us feels powerful however therapy and mm-hmm. healing is a process right. and so being able to be open and flexible to what that actually is that right there I think is is one of the, the best ways in managing your stress because if you're open to something new that you've never tried then it opens you up to other things right. in terms of what your healing is going to be mm-hmm. so those are, those are the main highlights I would say uh, not getting too much uh, into the book gotcha. but those would be the three main um, highlights and then um, also, um, I talk about in the book, if those things you find that they're not working, you mm-hmm. have, you know, uh, acknowledged the problem, you've talked to somebody professional, um, being open to the process, maybe medication mm-hmm. might be also another conversation that you can have, but not feeling like that's a negative thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, will you talk a little bit, like the, the step that I resonate with the most mm-hmm. is the trust of the process? Yes. Because I used to think that I could skip steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I thought that, you know, if I knew what my end goal was, then I didn't have to go through all these steps mm-hmm. to get to the end goal because mm-hmm. I could just, you know, circumvent myself and go around some of the steps Mm -hmm. and in a conversation that I had with one of my friends this was years ago Mm -hmm. he used to tell me he said you can't like not go through the steps Mm -hmm. you have the steps are important Mm -hmm. the process is important and it's there for a reason because sometimes if you get too far down too far gone or too far down whatever path that you're on sometimes the, the the process helps you Either check in, yes, mm-hmm. you're still going in the right direction, mm-hmm. no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Or uh, sometimes there are things that you need to learn and grow before you get to the next That's right. part of the process. And it took me a long time to learn that because mm-hmm. I'm like no I can just get to the end yeah. and I didn't realize that part of me getting to this end sometimes I had to grow into a different version of myself yes. to even reach that end goal yes and the process I'm learning and I even post about this trust the process and a lot of times when I post that I post it for myself mm-hmm. as well as the audience that I cater to and I think that it's really important because you know if you don't have this process and sometimes you get lost and yeah. sometimes you Um, get in your own way Mm -hmm. and it just becomes unfortunate sometimes.
1: And I think too when you talk about trusting the process it allows you to feel what you need to feel Mm -hmm. during that time and oftentimes within that process there's a lot of pain throughout that process and we wanna jump through that right. because we want the the end goal, like you said, to feel good and, and this projection of everything is okay. Yeah. But missing those steps, to me, then it prolongs the healing because it's gonna come up in a different way. It's wow. gonna show up in a different way, you mm-hmm. know, many years before and talking about things that um, you know, as we shared uh, before the show, um, childhood trauma,
0: mm-hmm.
1: thinking that, you know, okay, well, I've talked about this, I've addressed it, and so now I'm ready to move forward. Right. Well, now, you know, years down the line, things coming up for myself. Um, yeah that wasn't addressed that wasn't that part is still needing to be healed so Mm -hmm. what that means is that it's not just an overnight thing Mm -hmm. and giving yourself the permission to feel Mm -hmm. what all of that looks like that is the healing part because why then want to get to the end goal but you you don't really um, appreciate the growth that you have gone through to get to that end goal so I think that trusting the process is is different levels to
0: it. Okay. So yeah. Because what you just said really uh, resonated with me because I didn't even realize that part of the process is to feel the things, to feel the feelings. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in feeling your feelings, not suppressing them, but Mm -hmm. going through the emotion Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. But I did not realize that throughout the process itself, Sometimes it causes you to feel pain, or mm-hmm. it causes you to feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. or it causes you to feel whatever, mm-hmm. and you ha- and you have to deal with those things too. Because I know right. that one of the things that was kind of hard for me after my mom died was really not feeling it, but understanding the weight yeah. of it, yeah. because it weighed on me mm-hmm. so heavily, and it was so, it was so overwhelming mm-hmm. to me, and I was afraid of what that felt like. Mm-hmm and I, I managed it the best that I could, which wasn't always that great sometimes, yeah. but um, I managed it and I went through it and now I can say, I'm not gonna say I'm on the other side of mm-hmm. it, but I learned how to manage them. Yeah. And, um, but I think that when you just said to, to trust the feelings, or not trust the feelings, but to feel the feelings, that's mm-hmm. really important because I think a lot of people miss that part Mm -hmm. because some people try to run so far away from whatever it is that they feel because they're scared or they're Mm -hmm. whatever they are and if you just not necessarily sit in it but really process it Mm -hmm. and once you process it you can heal from it and the healing part is very important Yes, and I think that you know when it comes to like mental health Mm -hmm. and stuff like that some people don't get the healing part that comes with some of the other things that go on. That's right. So I think May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Did I get that right? That's right. (laughs) So I know you talk a little bit about mental health in your book. Mm -hmm. So can you share a a small portion of that with the audience?
1: So um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and um, one of the things that um, I would like to put out there is that um, over 40 million Americans deal with, over the age of 18, deal with um, anxiety or diagnosed with anxiety, which is a, a big, a, a huge Amount And so, again, it's very important to have the conversation Mm -hmm. um, to just get out there that there is nothing wrong with dealing with challenges. And I think that when we continue to have open conversations, open dialogue the way that we are right now, then it it takes the stigma away. Mm -hmm. As I talk about my personal uh, journey and and challenge of depression many years ago recognizing that and getting over the fear of being judged. What were people going to say? Um, You know, was I being uh, hypocritical because I am a spiritual um, person? All of those things that I got in my head, being able to talk about that, now it's so freeing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, It's put me in a different place, a different perspective, and so I'm able to walk in that, and that is what's so powerful. So I'll say to anybody that deals with stress, anxiety, and depression, Being able to talk and share it with somebody who is open to having the conversation Mm -hmm. is the healing part. You mentioned earlier about feeling the feelings. Mm -hmm. That in and of itself is very healing. The tears are healing. Mm -hmm. Being angry is healing because the thing is that you're you're working to get all of those things out. If you're suppressing your anger, if you're suppressing those, those feelings of resentment, then what does it do on the inside? Mm-hmm. It tears you apart. Right. Creates the blisters that you talk about. Creates the uh-huh. high blood pressure. So I'm just saying from a, a different standpoint that not to be afraid of your feelings. They are there for a reason mm-hmm. and you need to be able to get them out and process them in a healthy way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, you have so many, li- I have so many light bulb moments <laughs> in this conversation because I'm, I'm as, as you're talking, I'm listening to other things. I'm listening to you say things that um, that I didn't think of, yeah. you know, and it, I think it's amazing to sit here and and have a conversation with somebody, really not knowing how the conversation is going to go. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have this book, which is the reason why we're here. But then you're actually you're actually able to have a natural conversation, yeah. and it and it kind of blends in with my life and some of the stuff that I'm going through currently and sure. some of the stuff that I have gone through. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's been a great. Job, I think it's been great for me to have you here. Yes. And um, I think that people can definitely benefit from you sure. and they can benefit from your book. Yes. And um, before we wrap, I want to ask you is there anything that you want us to know? Like before we leave, is there any way that we can support you? Sure. So um, if you are wanting to uh, support
1: my book, um, you can go on Amazon. Um, And you can actually do that uh, one of two ways. If you go on my website, uh, which is www.pauliciaagular.com, you can um, order through there, or you can go on Amazon, and you can also click uh, Renewing Your Mind, and the link will come up for you to to do that order. And so, um, again, I have um, different events and and things that I speak at as well, Mm -hmm. and so, what I um, have started incorporating with clients that I work with is for them to um, get the book, if not just the ebook, because mm-hmm. it gives them a perspective so that once we start working together, then they have a, a, mm-hmm. a sense of what we're actually going to be working on. Uh, uh, okay. So um, yes, that is the way to to support me, and I appreciate um, all of the support and all of the um, love that, that you've shown me here today. You're welcome.
0: It's been so good having you here. Thank you. And um, everybody, Uh, We're going to wrap this show, but I have an event that I'm hosting on Sunday. It's my first ever Books and Brunch event. I'm so excited about it. And tickets are still available, but seating is limited. Um, So if you want to come out and hang out with me a little bit on Sunday uh, at 11 o'clock, then I will be at Canopy, and I will be talking with another author who has another set of books. And we're going to fellowship and have a great time. So thank you so much for watching today. Thank you, Paulicia, for being here. And I will see you guys really soon. Bye.